uh, both in the ring. Yes. It's been a very long time that me and Joe are not together. I would say it's been at least three months. Yeah, it's been a while. Since like, maybe like beginning of summer. What was that? We had a good long run there. We did. We did. I miss you. We are, we are doing this over uh, FaceTime. And there's a reason for us, because we were supposed to get together. We had our very first bouldering snow day. Yes. <laughs> because last when we started this, we kind of hit the tail end of winter, and none of the snowfall in March landed on a Thursday. It was always like on a Saturday or a Tuesday or whatnot. So figures the first snowfall of the year happens on a Thursday and uh, prevented me and you from getting together. Yes. But we'll get to that. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we, get to we, that. We, there, there's some stories to go about that. Yeah, it's a but, messy um, story. I mean, this is gonna be a very, uh, I guess you could say, uh, sad episode, if you will. Sad? Yeah. I mean, for all the stuff uh, going on with the weather, and we've had some uh, celebrity deaths lately. Right. Um, it's, I think it's gonna be a very uh, sad. Um, episode, but we do have something very good to talk about. That is, uh, a few weeks back, we we put out our Halloween episode. We did. We talked about candy. We did. And what happened with that, Joe? So, and it actually kind of ties into what we were talking about last week a little bit. Last week, if you listened, we um we covered some stuff that happened when Tom and I were in high school. Yes. And uh, one of the things we covered was the massive amount of food fights that we had, and one of them was during seventh period lunch our senior year. Um, a young man who sat with us during seventh period lunch contacted yes. me, a, a friend of ours and a friend of the show. Uh, I don't know if I should give his whole last name, so I'll just call him Dan M. Okay. For now, unless he gives me permission. Uh, contacted me, said he, he loves the show. And he had something for me and you. So he's like, uh, you know, you can meet up or you can give me your address. Either way, just let me know. So I gave him my address here in uh, Suffern. And I got home on a Friday. Probably like, maybe like 4.35 o'clock-ish. I'm literally home for five minutes. I get a message on my phone from Dan saying he dropped off this gift, but uh, it's on the front porch. So I go to the front porch, I open the door. I must have just missed him, or maybe he dropped it off when I just got home, and I don't know what, but anyway, there's a big container of mallow cups. Yes. Like, there must be 30 in there or something like that. I mean, and I was I was so blown away, and he actually wrote me a note with it, and I uh, hope you don't mind, I'm reading this down, I'll read a little bit. He goes, Joe, hope you guys enjoy, I'm sure Tom will. Keep up the good work, Dan. And I, I would enjoy, but this fucking snow day is really up. But I, I only, I, I only ate one because I, fi- okay. I want to save the rest like for you. So it's in my car. It's, it's okay. Uh, I and thought not delicious. They are. Oh my god! I can't believe I haven't had these before. Yeah. And uh, I just big shout out to him. That I thought that was one of the most thoughtful things. Like he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you are our bullshitter of the month. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. I mean, kudos, my friend. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to get you on here one of these days so we can yeah. reminisce about high school football. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, big shout out to him. That was very, uh, very nice of him. Yeah, really cool of you to do, Dan. Thank you so much again. Um, 
And speaking of uh, people from high school, <laughs> if you will, uh, Tom. And for those who don't know, Tom and I were at a wedding last week. Um, our last episode went up a little late due to uh, a lot of hard partying <laughs> and a lot of hangovers and lack of cell, lack of Wi-Fi service in the area. So, yeah, uh, we were at a wedding for a friend of the show, the family family. Uh, Remember. Remember, thank you. I'm, I'm really drawing a blank tonight. Uh, Jeff. Jeff got married on Saturday, and it was yeah. a uh, beautiful wedding. We all had a really good time. So it's the, uh, the death of his uh, bachelorhood. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. He seems uh, he seems happy, which is good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, I thought people were going to start dying during the wedding. <laughs> There's a lot of coughing going on. Yeah, it, it was a little rough out there. Um, I personally didn't have it, but... I did. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, everyone I talked to said that they were pretty much, like, yakking up. But I think with me, from smoking so many cigars, I kind of, like, worn out my, like, uh, anything that would have been affected by it. So I, I was actually pretty good during the wedding. But what we're talking about is the uh, red tide. Yes, the red tide. Which I didn't know is apparently really dead. Not not so much to uh, humans per se, but to uh, marine life. Yeah. It killed a lot of sea creatures. I think like earlier in the summer, and I remember hearing about that, but I never put two and two together. Um, but it sounded. I mean, uh, <coughs> I'm coughing now. There. I mean, it, it sounded like an AIDS clinic. <laughs> There's so many people yeah, it, coughing. It was, it was pretty bad there. Hopefully. Uh... If they were video recording this wedding, they're going to be able to edit a lot of that out because it was it was pretty bad. Oh, it's and 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 I don't want to take away from the ceremony because it was it was it was really great. And uh, our friend, uh, I, I mean, I guess I could say Mr. X officiated it. I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he won't be mad at me for saying that. But uh, he did a, he did an amazing job. But when you're watching videos of it, no matter who took the video, all you hear is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty like a terrible <coughs> there. Now I'm coughing. So, but uh, yeah. So, ha- the, what was that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the one thing during the ceremony, I was uh the sole person to get a shout out in there. You did get a shout out. I did get a shout out in there. You did get a shout. So, uh, but before we get to like all that stuff, how was your trip? Because you went down to Florida. On Tuesday, and you just got back yesterday. Yeah, um, it was all right. Like I said, the flight down was fine. Yeah, we didn't have traffic driving in. Um, we stayed in Orlando for two days at my in-laws, mm-hmm. and then went a night before everyone else got there to go to Tampa. Um, my wife's aunts and uncles live in Tampa, so we stayed there one night. But we went to the uh, we went to the Islanders Tampa Bay game. Very nice arena. Um, Who'd you go I- with? Um, oh, I was there. I was late. I came in the middle of the third period. Then I got pissed that Tom was leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. It was hotter than balls there. Yeah. I'm sure. but what's nice is um, kind of like the the outdoor immediate area of the arena. They have like almost like a uh, like a party center. Okay. Like Party Central, they have a big, huge screen on like the parking garage across the street, mm-hmm. and they have uh, 
you know, like it was military appreciation week because it, it um, better say, yeah. And they had like tanks out there and old Jeep Willys, things like that. But what's cool is they allow you to drink out there. So like you're out in public per se. I gotta take a sip, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have like beer vendors out there. So I had a few cocktails out there. Mm-hmm. And we had gotten there early. And Egan's like texting us. I'm like, where are you? And she lives <laughs> not far. And we're driving in from like two hours away. So we get there at six. The game's at 7.30. And she, she's like, the GPS says I'll be there at seven. And I'm like, all right, Egan. I screenshot because we had the we had the tickets on the cell phone, mm-hmm. so I got a picture of the ticket, sent it to her, and she's like, "You're not gonna wait for me," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm fat. <coughs> it's fucking hot out there." I'm like, this, this, "This these are two combinations that don't work well together." I mean, it was, and I'm wearing my uh, my Islander sweater, mm-hmm. so like I said, I was not gonna be standing out in that that just humid, hot ridiculous weather dying but uh we go in she ended up getting there right before the start of the game um or literally right before the start of the game and uh like i said we saw but a very nice arena um me and my wife were our uh john Tavares jerseys and as we talked about he he left the team yes he did instead of keeping his name on there you know we me and my wife put, both put tape over it and wrote different names on the thing and <laughs> a good amount of the Islanders fans stopped us and, you know, were uh, appreciative of it. But even, like, the Tampa, like, going into another um, arena, you sometimes get a little hostility. But these people were very nice. A lot of them took photos with us. So Well, you know what it is? I don't think there's nothing between, um, like, light. you were seeing the lightning, right? Yeah. Okay. There's there's no I mean I know they're in the same division but there's no like rivalry between the Lightning and the Islanders, I think. Right? No, do you have a do you have a goose in your uh, garage? That's no, it's it's my wife's dog in other in the living room barking. That that's a dog? <coughs> yeah, she's a cavapoo. She's a little dog. She's It po- sounds like a goose. I don't know. Someone's probably home and she's going ape shit. I didn't think you'd pick up, but I guess it did. Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard that honker. Did you? Son of a yeah. bitch. All right. Uh, so anyway, continue. She stopped. So. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> um. So yes, like I said, they, they were very nice fans, Eric. Like I said, good thing. Mm-hmm. And, um. The next night is when everyone got there. We ended up staying at the hotel. Yes. That everyone was at. Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of turned into a show after that. It did it? It did. You you went to... The first night, you went to bed pretty early, right? Not really. I went to bed at 1 o'clock. Wow. I was out till 3. You were... Well, you were hammered. By t- when I left, you were out of it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. We'll, we'll get to that. Actually, we'll get to it right now. So, I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning because we... Me and my wife had a 6 a.m. flight. Okay. I wanted to get to the airport as soon as possible because we stayed in the hotel... Across the not across the street, down the road from the airport, which had a shuttle that brought you to the tram car for Newark Airport. 
Okay. Then from the from down from the tram car to the terminal we had to go to the JetBlue terminal it was about fifteen to twenty minutes. So I okay. said, you know, I want to get there and give myself some time. So by the time we got there and got through the check and stuff, it was like five fifteen, and we actually ran into the King's sister and okay. her husband. So like we kind of like hung out with them. Um. What so anyway, what was that? What would she be considered? If he's the king, would she be like? Hmm. She'd be like a princess? She's kind of like the Prince Harry of the two. Yeah. Like, she's there, but she has no real name. No, okay. she can't be the princess. <laughs> she can't be the princess. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> so anyway, so I was up since 3 o'clock, and the night before was like a hassle because we had to get to the... We had to drive down to Newark. It was just a long day. So... I pushed my... I know you wanted to have a cigar, and I'm, I was still sick. I'm still kind of getting over this cough. So, I'm, I'm, I pushed myself to go out, because I was exhausted. So, I pushed myself to go out. I said, I'll hang out for two hours. That should be enough, and I'll go to bed. So, 12.30 rolls around. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm winding down. I'm ready to leave, and here comes Egan. And then I say, all right, listen, I'm going to go to bed. And she gets pissed off at me. Yes. And I'm like, you were late. Like, you... I've been out here for two hours, and, and I found out what happened. Like, she... Something to do with her hotel and the parking and all that crap. But then she gets, like, mad at me. So I hung out for, like, an extra half hour just and you know, kind of talked with her well, for a little bit. Where was her hotel? Was it in, like, Miami? Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck knows? It was down the street somewhere, but she couldn't find parking and... I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So I went to bed at 1. You were far gone. Like, you were in... <laughs> you were in that mode where you kind of like, uh. Yeah. But I kept going, man. I, I, uh, I kept, uh, I kept him out until three in the morning. Yeah, I heard. I we heard. Were, we were out the longest. Yeah. And we got him to bed, and and then uh, the next day it kind of started all back up again. Right, it did. Again, I went to bed. Next day, I hung out till one. I couldn't talk anymore. My throat. I, I, it was so raspy from just talking and laughing, and you know I was still sick. So like I at one o'clock I was like I can't even talk anymore. Again, I, so I I retired. I heard uh, again you were out till three o'clock in the morning. Yep. Yeah, you uh you definitely go balls to the wall. Yeah. I try to get as much as I can out of it. I guess yes, I guess so. I wish I I wish I could. I just falter after a certain time. But uh. But, uh and you left when? You left on Sunday. Sunday, which was another story. So our flight was supposed to be at 6.25. I got a text around 1 o'clock that afternoon saying our flight got delayed to 7.20. Okay. About two hours later, I get another text saying our flight got delayed to 7.50. So I tell my wife, like, all right, we'll leave around, like, 4.45. That way we'll get there at 5.30. Gives us two hours, you know, blah, blah, blah. We literally stand up. To go get dressed and, you know, go get our stuff, I get a text, our flight got delayed to 8.20. So I'm like, motherfucker, this is never going to end. And apparently it's from, like, I guess there was a lot of wind up here or something like that. But uh, we ended up just going to the airport anyway. We got dinner at the airport. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it was a... Bad experience. Yeah, that wasn't a great experience. How was your experience coming home? <laughs> oh, <it> was... <laughs> um. We ended up staying in uh, Tampa that day, and okay. then drove back at night and went back 
to Orlando. We stayed there till last night, which would have been Thursday. Uh, okay. Um, we get a email saying that our flight has been um, brought up an hour earlier because of this impending snowstorm. That was when coming. did you get that email? Because I could see if someone got there thinking they have two hours to go and all of a sudden they have an hour. Like, Yeah. We, uh, we got it early. It might even been the night before. Okay. Well, that's good. But, um, we end up, um, like I said, getting to the airport. Um, the place is jam-packed. I'm and sure. I normally go to eat at one of the, one of the restaurants there. I, I always get a certain meal. It's kind of like my tradition. Um, but the lines were so long, we ended up getting Burger King. Not a great meal, but... It's all I ate that day. So we end up getting the Burger King, get on the flight, like, just in time. Like, we had just, we were online for probably, and this was the beginning of the lines. Mm-hmm. We were probably online for, I'd say, a good 45 minutes just to get Burger King. Oof. Yeah. So we end up getting on the plane. We're flying in. Um, I slept the entire flight, and I woke up maybe, like, 10 minutes before we were descending. Okay. So all of a sudden, you know, I could see it's, it's starting to snow. There's a little bit of accumulation on the ground. We land. I call my mom because she's coming to pick us up. Oh, your mom went home beforehand? Yeah, she only she only stayed Friday to Sunday. Oh, okay. So she ends up uh, she ends up coming to pick us up. She's she's there, and I'm like, Ma, since it's starting to snow and it's starting to accumulate now. Like by the time we got our bags, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of came down real heavy. It came real down quick. very hard and fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we end up getting the bags. I hop in the driver's seat and we take off. And the roads are, well, we get to the end of the, where the airport is, the end of the road there. Mm-hmm. And we're coming right before us. You know, we have to make a, a right. Right as we're making the right, a plow truck comes. I'm like, this is great. This excellent. Oh, nice. So, we end up getting behind the, the um, snow, uh, you know, this plow truck. And we're going for maybe, I would say maybe a good eight miles. No problem. Just cruising. All of a sudden, the thing stops. And we're and the whole time, we're on the same road. A state road. We're behind a state DOT truck. Right. It's like kind of perfect. And I'm like, all right, this is great. He turns off. I'm like, thumbing a bitch. <laughs> Here we go. This is going to start the, this is going to start the, the craziness that it is. And from our house to the airport it's probably like a 40 minute ride not not bad at all so we're going and it's just bad i mean we're in like six inches of snow people are driving like idiots i mean we're going we're going up a hill and people are like breaking and then forming mm. and they're sliding all over um yeah <laughs> i mean it, it turned into something like that and then we get to this one intersection, it's a yield, and it's like two yields, and one person has the right of way, mm-hmm. and coming down a hill into a train trestle, and then the intersection's right there, like in the Y, and it was just a clusterfuck. I end up having to stop, and I start sliding, not forward, but like sideways down oh, the... Oh, shit. Like, the car is going from, you know, right to left, like down this little incline, so oh, I'm God. like, I throw it in four-wheel drive real quick. I just, I like cut people off. I just get through. Yeah. 
and now I'm waiting under the train trestle, and it's up a big hill. And I could see a car off the road in, in the distance, and I hear police sirens behind me. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to drive anywhere. Let this cop get around me and get up to this, you know, accident. Because I'm like, if we get, you know, we get there, and now we're, we have to stop to pull over. I don't want to get off the road. Right, yeah. right. Finally, he goes by this accident. He stops by the car, says something real quick, and then just takes off. So we're <laughs> like, all right. I guess he had a better call. <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we're driving, and, it, I mean, people are driving like idiots. We were we were behind a Dodge uh, Challenger. Okay. That thing was all over the road. I'm I mean, sure. <laughs> it was like Tokyo Drift. He was just like, <laughs> he was going around turns. Um, I had my mom shitting for a bit because there was a car off the road, and it's right around this one bad S-turn between, uh, like, Hamptonburg and Goshen. Mm-hmm. And I end up, like, kind of fishtailing my way through, and I miss the car by probably, like, a foot. Fuck. (laughs) So we end up getting through there, and the whole time, my mom's got, she has a car that's, I think it's a, might be a 2012. Okay. Explorer. Might be even a little bit older, but the windshield wipers that she has on them are the original windshield wipers. Right. So they're doing nothing. Yeah. They're going, and it's just, it's freezing up. It, like we end up having to stop every once in a while, like stop the car, get out real quick and bang the, the, the wipers against the mm-hmm. windshield to get all of the, the accumulated ice and snow off of it. And we probably did this about like 50 times. I'm looking between the steering wheel and like the, the dash, like out this like two by two area of window to be able to see. Cause it's just, like I said, as, every time I, I hit the windshield wiper, it just fucking cruds up the windshield. Mm-hmm. Finally, we get to uh, we get to one spot in Goshen um, where it goes in the Florida, right over by where the Healy Brothers is. Yeah, okay, I know where you are. You know where I am now. For yes. anyone who's local who knows us, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. For if you're if you're an outside listener, just bear with us. If you're outside the tri-state area and, and don't enjoy snow like we do, yeah. <laughs> we get there and. We see the traffic piled all the way up that hill. Where the oh, my God. Yeah. So my mom's like, why don't you go take this other road? So I'm like, all right, we're going to do that. So we go. We bang the U-turn. We go down the road. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's shitty, but we end up getting to Pulaski Highway. Okay. Which, for us, is maybe another 10 minutes. We get up to the intersection to get on the Pulaski Highway, and there's road flares everywhere. Ugh. Fuck me. And going down this hill, I could see where there would be an accident. I'm like, summon a bitch. So we end up going back towards Goshen. So we're going back to where we came from. Jesus Christ. We go there. Do you know where the rock quarry and that mobile is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We made it from there, going towards Florida. You know where those two roads are on the on the right if you're going from Florida to Goshen? Yes. It's maybe, what, like a quarter mile? If that, yeah. Two and a half hours. I, you know, I believe it. Um, I don't want to cut off your story. Uh, I left work yesterday at three thirty. From my job to my, you know, where I stay and suffer, it's about with no tra- with no traffic. It's a half hour with traffic, especially on a Thursday, maybe forty five minutes. Four hours. Yeah, it took me, and I'm, and this is let me. This is the funny part. I made it to. I always get off the Airmont exit. 
So I got to the Aramonix at 6 o'clock. I figured, all right, I'm, I'm at the home stretch. I'm good. From the Aramon exit to my to my house, it's maybe five minutes. Took me an hour and a fucking half. Yeah. Because I mean, I've never seen a mess like this. There were just people like did not abide by any rules. They're going through stop signs. They're going through red lights. People are going backwards on the other side of the high, other side of the road. It, it was it was a bizarre world. Oh yeah. People and so. Oh my god! I went straight, and there's like a hill to go up. If you drive a regular car and it does not have any four wheel drive capabilities, do not go up a fucking hill that's covered in snow. Yeah. You are always gonna get fucking stuck, and that's what happened. About ten cars were stuck, and they're in the middle of the damn road. Oh, so yeah. people were stopping their cars to help push these other cars out. Then this fucking jerk off in front of me, I see his tires spinning, and I. I, I'm literally within 500 feet because I have my GPS going just in case I need to take another turn. I see the road. Like, I could literally get out of my car and walk home. Yeah. And the road's right there. And the guy's the guy in front of me, his wheels are spinning. This woman next to me, and I hear her <laughs> through my car. She goes, thanks a lot, you fucking jerk off. Now we're all going to get stuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> that made me... That actually put a smile on my face for the first time all afternoon. So, I'm like, fuck this. I went up a snowbank, I went around the guy, and I made the right-hand turn, and I was home within two minutes. But, holy shit. And it, it looked like it was just everywhere. Everywhere in New York, New Jersey, uh, some parts of Connecticut. It, everywhere was just jam-packed with traffic. Was No one prepared for this. They all thought it was going to be a shit storm. Oh, yeah. We were going to get two inches, maybe three tops. And no one salted. There, I didn't see a single fucking plow until I got uh, to my road. From where we left the plow, there was not another plow truck that we saw the rest of the time. Yeah, I don't know where the hell they were. I mean, you know it's going to snow. I mean, there should be at least be a couple people on standby or at least throw some salt down. They didn't do uh, anything. Well, this, this is the best part. Where I told you where we turned. We're waiting there. Yeah. And I got a, I got a story within a story here. Okay. We end up texting my wife's cousin who lives on a road now we're we're on Waze right now and we can kind of see like traffic not question I, I i was using Waze also mm-hmm. did you use the king yes i every 5 minutes all i heard was rerouting rerouting <laughs> i'm waiting for him one day cuz of his uh, sunny disposition cuz like there are times where we, like we know a road we're going to take yeah like, but we don't take the route that they want, mm-hmm. and it's like every five minutes, like it is, it's like rerouting. I'm where I'm waiting for him to be like, Jake off, stop doing. This. Oh, wait, <laughs> he should, he should, uh, he should re-edit. Our friend the king put his voice into ways, and he sent it to all of us, and it was, it's, it's probably one of the greatest things he's ever done because I use it constantly. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he's in the car with me, and it gives me a good, especially if I'm in traffic, it makes me like laugh a little bit. Yeah, I, I get a good chuckle. Yeah. But um, we text, you know, we can see that it's backed up by his house. So we text him and we're like, yeah. any traffic by you? He's like, nope, none. So we're waiting at the top of that. Whose door. house is this? My uh, my wife's cousin. Okay, okay. Um, we are within, like how you said, 500 feet away. We can see the road. Yeah. We want it down. So as we're getting close, people are coming up into the other lane of traffic. Like, you know, it's a two-lane road. You have 
traffic going each way. People are getting into that lane of traffic and just going straight ahead. Yeah. And they're clusterfuck. Yep. So, we're right there. We end up learning later on, like I said, I, I think it, the story will flow better this way. We end up learning <coughs> maybe three quarters of a mile ahead of us, they closed the road. No one came up to tell people, like, hey, turn around, the road's closed, you're not going to be able to get through, try a different way. They didn't try to set up, you know, barriers to have people start going, you know, out of there. They just left us there. Really? These people people who are in front of us and behind us, they could still be there right now. 24 hours later. Yeah, you know what? I believe it. (laughs) This was a jerk-off job done by the DPW and the local police right there. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm usually not critical about them because both do a very good job, but this was an asshole move that they did. Yeah. But, so we're there, we're waiting. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with my mom, I'm talking with my wife. I'm like, should I just, should I just get into that other lane, the oncoming lane of traffic, and just try to get up to that road and see what we can do? And they're like, no, 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 no. So all of a sudden, we had we had two separate incidents of road rage from our vehicle. <laughs> so we're there. And a car pulls up on the opposite lane and gets in front of us. And then another car gets next behind them next to us. So there's the car in front of us, a car pulls up next to them, and then a car pulls up next to me. So there's four of us in this box. Okay. We're in the right lane of travel. They're in the wrong lane. A car now is coming at them. This, And you could see, like how you said, it's a fucking little small sedan. This fucking snow is, like, hitting the, the grill of the car. We're like, this car ain't making it. Yeah. And we know. We're like, this guy's fucked. And he's spinning <laughs> his tires. So he ends up pulling next to the woman. So now there's three of us. There's me mm-hmm. in the right lane of travel. There's the asshole next to me. And then there's the person trying to get around them who's in their right lane of travel. Jesus, yeah. So as we're doing that, she keeps inching her way towards the right into, like, almost into our car. So I'm like, fuck this. I get out of the car, I go up, I start screaming at her. I'm like, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> I said, you hit my fucking car. I'm like, I'm I'm flipping out. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. It, it, so my luckily my wife and my mother couldn't hear me yelling at the woman, but when I came back, I gave them a, a recount of what happened. But I was fucking flipping out and yelling and screaming. Oh, I was too. One guy, one guy to get, cause like I had to go, as soon as I got off that Airmont exit, I'm in a line of traffic. So like you're going like two feet and you're stopping. So it got to the point where you're pretty much in the middle of the road. Yeah. And there's a hill going down like in the opposite direction. And one guy, he floored it and he's coming right at me. Oh yeah. So like I had to move up and I fucking yell at the window. I go, if you fucking hit my car, I'm getting out of this car and I beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Because people are fucking nuts. Like, oh, I know you want to get home, and I know you want to, like, get up the hill, but, dude, like, I mean, he was coming right at me. And then with the snow, like, he would have slid. Yeah. <coughs> Getting, like, how you're saying, people are driving like idiots. Yeah. We're in the lane of travel. Where we live, it's country roads, per, yeah. you know, essentially. And off, the, off of a country road, there's usually a ditch for the water <laughs> to go through. Some asshole... Is driving now. I'm in the regular lane of travel. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the asshole on my left. Yeah, I got the other person trying to get through on my on their on their left, and a car tries to pass us on the right into the gutter. 
So my mom ends up opening up the door and starts screaming at that person. Really? Yeah, my mom went nuts. I, I tell you, it's, it's, it's funny because like in snowstorms, people give zero fucks. And they'll just, they just do whatever. They, they go up snow banks and they, they go riding sewers and they go backwards up a hill. Yeah. It's like, it's a goddamn disaster. It's like, people, and I people see these people, I'm like, go the wheel. yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it oh, really yeah. is amazing. Yeah. But, <coughs> so, eventually, I'm able to, like, angle my way out of that, that, like, fucking four car, or, you know, four car across the road ridiculous. Right, thing. right. I end up going up the road that we can see. I end up being that asshole that got into the other lane of travel. <laughs> well, you have to at some point, I you know? To. I had to. <clears throat> at that point, we went, in two and a half hours, we went maybe a quarter mile. Maybe. I believe we it. Get that, we get onto that road. We get onto another road. We're home within, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Not a, we didn't pass a fucking car after that. Yeah. Not one car. That's like after I made that right hand turn after that after going up the hill, there was I didn't see another car. I was home within two minutes, and yeah. like it really was nuts. Like no matter where you went yesterday, even side roads where that usually have no one on it was just traffic because it's all these other jerk offs. I mean, first of all, if you're living up here in the Northeast. And you still have a car, then you're not, then you really, you're doing something wrong. Oh, if yeah. this, you gotta get some kind of SUV now. You really can't have a car anymore. I mean, if, if it's your, if it's another car, like, and you drive that in the summertime, in the fall, that's one thing. But if your only cars are just standard two wheel drive, like, you're pretty, you're gonna be fucked. Well, a lot of cars now are becoming all wheel drive. Which they is- have to. Having all-wheel drive is nice, but cars are very lightweight. You got to throw shit in the back. Oh, yeah. Bags of fucking, like, kitty kitty litter, yeah. Something, you know, a few fucking cinder blocks, put them in there, way down the back end so you have a little bit of fucking traction on the ass Mm -hmm. end. But, ugh. But this is what I find funny. Yesterday, at early in the morning, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt smoking a cigar outside. (laughs) Twelve hours later, I'm in a fucking nor'easter. You really you you went from one end of the spectrum to the other within yeah. hours. It's it's amazing. And that's what's funny, because essentially we went from summer. We had like a few weeks of fall. I wore maybe jeans if for about that, yeah, maybe about two weeks now, and then we go right into a snowstorm. And it it sucks because I I out of all the all the all the um the seasons. Fall's the one I love the most, and I feel like that, I feel like fall and spring are slowly disappearing. Oh, absolutely. And it's going in between. There, there's just winter and summer at this point. Yeah, I mean, listen, Al Gore might have been onto something, this whole, uh, whatever it's called, the um, global warming shit. It, it, it's, I mean, it's fucked still, up. There's still green leaves on the tree. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there really is. There was no fall. Like, you went from summer pretty much into winter. Yeah. Um, right before I left, the town that I work in, <clears throat> every year they have a, they have this big truck. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they take all the leaves off. Like, if you have leaves in your yard, you sweep them to the sidewalk, and this truck comes and they suck up all the leaves. Right. They don't get into the gutters and all that. Right. Day, day before I left, so a week, like 10 days ago, is when they started doing this. So they had 10 days.
days to get this done before the fucking snow came. Okay. That just shows how little fall there was. Yeah, it, it, it's... It really is crazy. And then you go on the opposite side. We have like a big snowstorm over here. You go on the opposite side, opposite side of the country and there's a goddamn uh, forest fire yeah. that's taking up the entire state of California. Yeah, essentially California is like no more. Really, it is. And it's... Do you know where in California this is going on? Because I'm... I think Northern Malibu. California. Is that... Uh, I, I heard there's two of them. One of them is in Northern California. Oh, there's two like... of them going on? Yeah, there, I think there's two going on. Okay. And then the other one is in, like, the, uh, I think, like, the Malibu area. Yeah, that's what I thought. I heard area. Malibu. Yeah. So, but, yeah, they're, 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 that fucking state is burning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's sad because you got a lot of animals um, who are getting hurt now because of these wildfires. So. Yeah. It sucks. But, I mean, I kind of look at it like this. This is kind of like, I don't want to sound mean when I say this, but this is kind of like California's penance for having nice weather all the time. <laughs> like, you're, you're like, you're that in Florida. Like, you're the, you know, when hurricanes come and earthquakes and yeah. wildfires, this is like your penance. Well, that's why, like, everyone, like, they say, like, oh, I hate New York, I'm going to move somewhere else. Like, no matter where you go, you're going to get some kind of, like, uh, uh, um, Natural disaster. If you go to Kansas, you're gonna get twisters. If you go to Florida, you're gonna get hurricanes. If you go to uh, Alaska, you're gonna get a lot of night <laughs> and vampires. <laughs> so it's no matter where you go. Yeah, I, I kind of I hate the snow when it's here, but like I don't work when it snows. Like I have a rule. Like I, I told my boss, I'm like, if it snows, I'm banging out. Right. I don't drive in it. I become like an old person when it comes to that. So. Oh, you're lucky. I have to go to work. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. But, um, like I said, the, the worst part of it is like snow blowing the driveway. Mm-hmm. Like once I'm done with that, like now that like I finished snow blowing the driveway around 1130 this morning. After that, I was good. I'm like, Why do you even bother? The, the sun came out like nine o'clock and it got warm out. Well, it. I wanted the driveway clear. Right, so okay. It melted everything Ugh. and there wouldn't be ice in the morning. Gotcha. Well, okay, that makes sense. So, but, uh, we got that done. And like I said, right now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of all right with this weather. No, I, I fucking hate it. Well, I see, hate I like cold. I'm, uh, I don't mind the cold. I just don't like what comes with the cold. I hate the snow. I, I, anyone who says they love this, they love snow, either doesn't have to drive in it or they don't have to shovel it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I really don't. It, the days of me like, oh yeah, it's snowing out, it's, it's done. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're not going to work in it, then you're shoveling it. <laughs> you can't really yeah. enjoy it. <clears throat> I guess if you have kids, it's different. But I don't know. See, I don't like this snow because this snow that came down uh, last night was like that thick heavy snow yeah it was this it was awful snow like yeah because it was it, rain mixed in with it so it, it was like yeah. sloppy and we have a we have a good hill in our backyard where we usually take um sleigh riding right but it was so thick that like if you got on the sleigh you didn't go down the hill you just sank that's not so, yeah it's not good it's not good sleigh riding snow yeah or it's whatever just, it's too 
too heavy. It's just, like I said, it just you just get on the sled and sink. Yeah. You know, you would have to almost like sink, kind of roll out of it so your feet don't fuck up the track. Yeah. <laughs> Move up another foot, sink, and keep doing that all the way down the hill. Yeah, that's but, not fun. Yeah, so that that kind of uh, we didn't we didn't the kids didn't go out today, so they they were kind of getting a little uh, they were getting a little rambunctious. They were off today, right? Yeah. Yeah, everyone was off today. It seemed like. So, and it kind of sucked because um, a, a woman that I work with, her um, her husband works on West Point. He was able to get me Army football tickets. Okay. For, but because of the snow, I'm like, kids, do you want to go? And they're like, no, nah, it's going to be too cold. I'm like, no, nah, it'll be like 44 degrees tomorrow. I'm like, it'll be warmer than today. And as soon as they see snow, they're automatically like, it's too cold. <laughs> like, it could snow today and tomorrow be <coughs> and as long as there's like a drop of snow on the ground I'm like nope too cold so are you are you going no I ended up not going oh yeah so I'll watch them from home but uh my my college football team is within a small amount of becoming in the top 25 who's your college football team army oh is it army okay I, I, I figured that I just wasn't sure yeah. When's the last time they were in the top 25? Um, 1946. Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely it hasn't been in our lifetime. <laughs> uh, they were in there, I think, in the 90s, early 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had a pretty good team, like, around 92, I think. Oh, really? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah that and around, whenever it's wartime, they usually field a good team. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's well, I hope that doesn't mean it's wartime, then, if they're doing good now. <laughs> I mean, this is another bad thing. You said about the animals. They're, they're missing like 600 people. Like 600 people have been unaccounted for. Really? As of now, yeah. I just saw it on the news right before we got on. Oh, wow. And they like confirmed it's up to like, I think 63 confirmed dead. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, there's the, the, this one, this is like a pretty bad fire for them. Well, it's been going on for like, it seemed like a couple of weeks now. Yeah, like one whole, they said there's one whole uh, town that's like nothing. Like yeah. It. Literally, is not there anymore. Jesus Christ! Um, but uh, you know that—that's not the only. Uh, we again, you know, this is a little bit of a macabre show, if you will. It we is. Had, uh, we had two big, uh, two big famous people die. Yes. Uh, I'll go with mine first because I know more about him. Go ahead. Yours. Um, the uh, Silver Fox, David Pearson. He was probably. Some people say the best NASCAR driver out there. Mm-hmm. He had like 101 wins, which is, I think, second most all time right now. Um, he died, I think he was in his mid-80s. But, uh, you know, a real good driver. It wow. was him, for anyone who even knows a little bit about racing, it was him and everyone knows Richard Petty. It was like those two guys were the top of the game for a very long time. Like, if one of them won, the other one was in second place week after week after week after week. So, but Richard Petty was like... He was the king. Yeah, if this is wrestling, Richard Petty was Hulk Hogan, but David Pierce would be like Macho Man. Yeah, that would that would be probably the best analogy. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that sucks. And he was 85? I think 85, they said. Oh, okay. But, you know, I mean, back then, he was a man's man, you know. Yeah. These were, these were rough and tumble guys, you know, guys who like to, you know, have a good time and, you know build a car from the ground up. These were, you know, these were men's men. Yeah, you're like, no. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so, 
I'll give my RIP to him this week, and uh, you've got one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Stan Lee passed away. Yes. 95 years young. Uh, definitely, you know, if you've seen pictures of him, though, in the last year, you kind of, I don't want to say I expected it to happen, but you, you kind of knew it was on its way. Because he looked yeah. terrible. He, he didn't know, look he good. Remind, he reminded me of, like, Hugh Hefner. He always had that, like, youthful look to him, even yes. though he was a grandfather. Yeah. But, like, both of them, in their last year, it, they went from, like, here down to there. They really did. You're right. They, it, it really is amazing. You're right. Up until that last year, they looked fine. And then just, like, life just faded away from it, it seemed like. Yeah, like, rather quickly. It really it sucked because he he was he seemed like such a genuinely nice guy. I wish I got to meet him, um, yeah. but like he loved his fans. He he did autograph signings. I think up until like maybe a couple of weeks ago, yeah. or maybe a, maybe a month ago or so. But he was uh, he always made time for his fans and uh, created a lot of legendary characters that you know we wouldn't be going to see these Marvel movies every three months if it wasn't for him. Pretty much. See, I think that miss most about when you go see the, like i was most the mo- what i anticipate the most about the movies was what his cameo would be oh everyone did yeah but you know what i think is i think they recorded some where they still are going to use it but i think after those run out i think they're going to find a way to have him in there like maybe like a picture on the wall yeah. or maybe someone's reading the newspaper and his pictures in the newspaper like I think if if I think they're gonna do that. If they don't, they should. Like just some kind of subtle way to throw him in, so that those cameos just keep uh, that streak keeps going. Yeah, there's gotta I mean, be something. Um, you have nieces and nephews. Yes. Did they did they ever see Big Hero Six? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he's even got a cameo in that. <laughs> being, like, yeah, that's right. He did, didn't he? It's like that's what I liked about it. It was always like. When are you going to see him? When, when is he going to pop up? Yeah. Know, like, I'd get excited. Like, I'd always, like, elbow the, the old lady and be like, hey, there he is. There yeah. Is. Like, oh, yeah, because you, uh, you're expecting it, but you don't know where he's going to pop up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. We did it, too. And he's the postman. Yeah. You know, uh, he's the baker. Yep. Oh, he's the DJ at the strip club. <laughs> yep. So, like yeah, I said, that's sad. Very, very sad day for, uh, you know, essentially two legends of their, you know, their genre, if you will. Pretty much, yeah. Now these were these were two of the biggest guys out there. Yeah, definitely. In their heyday, they were like top of the world in their respective areas. Oh, absolutely. So that's it's yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Well, well, let's rest in peace, David Pearson and Stanley. Uh, you both live very long lives, and uh, sucks to see you go. Yes. So, uh, is our guest calling in soon, or? Uh, I can get him on the, uh, the horn. Yes, we, uh, we have football picks to do. Yes. Uh, um, so while you're doing that, let me kind of run down what's going on. Uh, the guests are 27 and 23. Tom is 32, 17, and 1. And yours truly is 33 and 17, which... What makes me go back in the first place? I actually had a great pick last week. I said the Giants were going to win Monday Night Football, and they won. And Tom and Chet said they were going to lose. So that yeah. def- that that brought me back into uh, the running here. Okay. So 
I'm very proud of myself. I, I was going to pick the 49ers. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck do I have to lose? Like, the Giants got to win another game. They can't be the, the worst team in football. So I was, I was very proud of that pick. And I didn't, I didn't watch the game. <laughs> I went to bed. Um, I didn't watch it. Well, it's funny you talk about not watching the game. Um, when I'm in Florida, I always like going to um, Dawn Bar. It's to me. It's it's a yeah. Steeler the Steeler bar. bar. You said you were gonna, you were gonna think about go there, but um, you went to the Tampa Bay game instead. The, the Lightning well, game. That's, sorry, that's it. it's a Steeler bar. So the Steelers are actually playing Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and they got great food there. They got like gator. They got great wings. They got fried pickles. Everything I like. I'm like, you know what? Monday night, I got two people in my fantasy football team that are playing. I'm gonna go watch the game there. And be able to watch, you know, the scores of my fantasy football. So, we go there. I'm watching at uh, George Kittle and uh, Matt Burita. Okay. And I'm watching, and I'm down by a lot. And I'm coming back. I mean, they're, they're, Kittle's getting catches. Burita's making runs. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I end up losing by a half a point. Oh, isn't that just kicking the balls? <laughs> I'm like, if he ran... One more time, yeah. One more time, I could have gotten it. Wow, that sucks. That I would rather get blown out of the water than lose by half a point. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, that's my little fantasy football story. Wow. So why don't you uh, why don't you give us the uh, rundown of what our uh, things are, and I will get in contact with our special guest. Oh well, I already did, but okay, I'll do it again. (laughs) The guests are twenty-seven and twenty-three. Tom is 32, 17, and 1, and I am 33 and 17. So okay. I'm technically back in first place. You're like a half a game behind me. That tie is, is going to fuck up your entire season. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, we are here with our uh, special guest. Can you hear him, Joe? Say hello, special guest. Hello, Joe. It's, is that Triple D? It is Triple D. His debut. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Triple D, are you uh, are you ready to give your uh, football picks? Is he there? Are you there, Triple D? Hello? <laughs> Did he die? <laughs> are you there? <laughs> This is a first. <laughs> oh, we couldn't hear you at all. Were you talking there the whole time? Oh, we, we couldn't hear a thing. Hold on. I got you on speakerphone. Can, can you hear us? I can hear you. I can't hear Joe, really. Can you, okay. he- can you hear me now? Very, very faint. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, why don't you give us your picks, and uh, we will uh, get you back to watching your daughter. I put her to bed. Oh, you put her to bed already? <laughs> okay. You sound like Darth Vader. Yes, he does. <laughs> you sound like Darth Vader. I'm sick. Oh, okay. Oh, you, the red tide, huh? Is it the red tide? <laughs> been sick for four fucking days. It's the it's red the tide. Red, it's the red tide coming to get you. <laughs> Alright, so why don't you give us uh, your picks here? Well, you gotta tell me what games. 
We got Egan on the phone. <laughs> All right. Joe paused it. Yeah, okay. Triple D has his uh, picks now. Giants over the Bucks at 1 o'clock. All right, Giants over the Bucks. Good pick. Saints over the Eagles. Saints over the Eagles. Okay. Vikings over the Bears. Vikings over the Bears. Got it. Rams over the Chiefs. And who is your wild card? Chargers over the Broncos. Chargers over the Broncos. Very nice. All right. I was going to pick the Jaguars to beat the Steelers just to piss you off. (laughs) Hey, who knows? They might lose. (laughs) Very nice, guy. As long as I get fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we have we've had we've heard our first uh, dealing with Triple D. Triple D's debut. Yes, we will have to uh, we'll have to make accommodations to uh, have him. We're probably going to be going back to the car soon. Yes, but we'll uh, we'll have to make accommodations to have him on as a full time guest. That'd be nice. Is the heat going to be out in the car? Nope. We, me and Joe just stay warm by snuggling with each we other. We sure do. We have the we have the Macho King in the back seat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can snuggle with him. <laughs> All right, there, uh, Triple D. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get going and finish up our picks, and we're gonna wrap up this uh, episode. Sounds good. All right, we will talk to you on the flippity flip. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. That was uh, that was Triple D. Yes. For all those who uh, were eagerly anticipating him coming on the show. Hopefully you'll be able to hear him. I'll find out uh, when I go re-edit this. <laughs> well, I did, I did read off his picks as he was saying them, so those were authentic picks they, by him. They were. I heard, I did hear him, so he should be okay. Yes. But I just wanted to make sure that they got over. Yes. This is, this is kind of unusual. That We are FaceTiming. And then had a phone-in call. We did. I mean, we are... we so never like done that before. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Now Next you time s- we're going to have someone email us. <laughs> <laughs> now, you see, if Dave was a normal person and he had an iPhone, and I just... Triple D, sorry. If, if Triple D was a normal person and had an iPhone, yes. we could do a three-way FaceTime. Yeah. Because they have but that him, now. But him and, him and one other holdout are just... The fucking UN. The UN. Yeah. They said they, they, they got to hold on to these non-iPhone. Well, well, you know what is? I don't think they have iPhone in international countries, and Android works better, so uh, the UN yeah. UN needs to have an Android. Mr. Worldwide! <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> All right, Tom. So, um, are, are you going first, or am I going first? Um, I can go first. Why not? Okay. All right, so... um. Uh, we we discussed this before we got on the air, but this week's picks were fucking brutal. Yes, they were. It it was very evenly matched games. Really, what, like all up and with the exception of a few, like Chargers over Broncos, and uh, um, there's another couple, two here, two or three here and there, but for the most part, especially that Monday night game. 
yeah. Chiefs are eight and one. Rams are eight and one, and they're predicting that's going to be like a high scoring game. Yeah, it's the number one and number two offense. It, it is. I mean, offense. so I mean, you're you're pretty much like flipping a coin to see who you're picking, really, and that's kind of what I did. But um, we'll start from the top. I'm going to pick the Chargers over the Broncos. Okay. Um, I'm taking the Steelers over the Jags. Uh, I, I, there's a part of me that was so hesitant about it because the Steelers have been on such a roll lately. Yes. And the Jags have just been shitting the bed. And, and I feel like oh, it, something's got to turn here, but I'm, I'm going to have faith on this, with the Steelers this week for that one. Right. Um, like Panthers over the Lions. All right. Um, Bears over the Vikings which is the Sunday night game. And for the Monday night game, like I said, this one was, I didn't know which one to fucking pick with this. I, I, you really could have picked either one and it's still a good pick. It's just what's going to happen. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs over the Rams. Really? Yeah, I, I, I just, and I, 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 like I said, like I really sat there for like a good five minutes and I went back and forth for at least a couple of times on who which one to pick, and as good as Goff is, Mahomes just, I, I think he's just been throwing better this season, and it, it, like I said, but it's rough, but then the Rams have a better running game, I feel, than the Chiefs, so it, it really is, I didn't know who to pick, but it was a rough week. It is, but I'm going to I'm gonna give my final answer, I'm going to pick the Chiefs over the Rams. Okay. And it's okay. going to be like a very small margin, it ain't going to be a blowout by any means, so... Well, it's very funny you say that. Um, I participate in a uh, for fun, if you will, a fun f- for fun um, pick 'em. We we discussed this earlier. Yes. Um, off air, um, in regards to this uh, thing that I do. Right. And I'm in two points of number one. I'm actually tied for second place with a guy. And I was saying to my wife because we were in Florida. I have to have my picks in by Wednesday. And I said to my wife, I'm like, this is going to be a make it or break week. I'm like, because there could really be is. a lot of inconsistencies because it's so, it's so wild how these teams are like evenly matched, whether they be two shit teams playing each other or two really good teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I end up uh, on Thursday morning, we usually get what our picks are. Okay. You know, we took for the, the week. And me and the top two guys have the identical picks, which is funny, other than one game, the uh, Indy-Tennessee game. So, everyone, please root for Tennessee. That will get me one point <laughs> ahead and one point from first place. Okay. But, um, that, like I said, that was that. It was a very tough week. And, like I said, my picks here, I, I tried to go with a few even match games. And, like I said, um, my... I think my luck for a win is going to be the Steelers over the Jags. Okay. I think the Steelers are going to – I think the, the Jags are just so dysfunctional right now, and the Steelers are playing at such a good pace, especially with the Patriots losing last week. Um, oh, can I, can I interrupt you for one second? Because I've been sure. meaning – I've want. i been wanting to talk to you about this all week. How do you feel about Bell not, not coming there this season? Like, he's done. Uh, I'm – the way Connor's been playing – I'm kind of like, eh, oh well. I feel like I think that's what everyone feels like. I feel like they said, you know what? Well, good riddance. Like you didn't want to, you don't want to come. And listen, Connor is no Le- Le'Veon Bell as of right now. I mean, he's doing great, but yeah, 
they don't really, I mean, they're doing fucking spectacular. Like, they don't really, they're acting like they don't need him, and now he's he's pretty much done with Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, he, he's going to be able to play this year, and I think next year, if he goes somewhere else, they have to give him, like, um, compensatory picks for him. <coughs> so, either you... way, if Connor works out, this could be very good for us, because we're going to get draft picks out of it. Um so it kind of is what it is. And he he can't go anywhere for at least like three or four years, right? Connor? No, no, no. Connor, oh, yeah, Connor's wrapped up for uh, – he, he had his rookie contract last year, so he's got at least one more year. But without putting Bell in there, we're going to have a good amount of uh, – We have you know, a lot of money. Spend, so yeah. that works out well for us. Now, where do you think he's going to go next year? A team that needs a running back? Uh like I said, to me, um, the most logical pick, and I hate to say it, a team that needs a running back is the Jets. If if the if the Jets land him, that's gonna be big. And I, I know we have a, a lot of Jets fans that listen. Um, I don't. I think, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think, would be, I think the teams that need him the most are Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle has kind of unproven running backs. Indy, Detroit, and Indy, we don't know what Mac's going to be. Detroit could use it because they have three guys that aren't very good. You know, they're kind of running by running back type committee, and it's just not very good. And like I said, Jets. Those are, those are all good picks. I, uh, I don't know because they're so bad this year, but um, I'm going to say the Raiders. I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to go into the running for him. I don't. I don't necessarily think he's going to go there, but I think they're going to really push for him. They just lost Marshawn Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Sorry. He's always been. uh, He's always liked the running back. Um, Bell would kind of fit that mystique of the Raiders, so I could see that happening. I don't think he's going to go to the. the Jets do need him, and they have the money for him, but I don't. I can't see him going to the Jets. I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and and for my Jets fan friends, I hope I am wrong for you guys, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it would be good for him because the New York media. Yeah, I don't think he. I I don't think he'd be able to handle it. Like Pittsburgh is, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a football a football football city, but it's not New York. No, and it's they're all about football there, but. We've always had very good depth when it's come to running backs. And, mm-hmm. and we're a very depth uh, thing. So if someone isn't doing good, we have someone that can step in. Right. Where the media, like I said, Eli Manning, you know, last year when he wasn't playing good, you know, bench him, bench him, and then, like, you know, the whole McAdoo thing and all that. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's too Oh, it's, it's happening this year too. And, and he had yeah. a good game on Monday, and it's like, oh, he's back to – it's the old Eli Manning back, and I just you want to rip these papers up because they kick you when you're down, and as soon as you do one good thing, they praise you, and then the next week they're kicking you, they're kicking you back down again. Oh, absolutely. And, and I don't know, is does he have the mental stability to to really handle that? Is the question. And the maturity. And the maturity. I mean, I don't know. It, the fact that he I sat mean, out a year for something like this makes me wonder yeah. if he isn't as mature as he should be. But yeah, I mean, listen. If you, if I'm losing like seven hundred and 
fifty thousand dollars a game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, it, it would pain me to fucking do that, but maybe that's just me, and I'm not making that kind of money. But I don't know. I will say for one thing though. It, well, I don't agree that for him to do that, and I feel like these football players get away with it for doing shit like this. Like, they sit out until they sign a new contract. I think it's bullshit, but he took off a year. He healed his body up. He added at least one more year to his career. Well, look at Adrian Peterson. I mean, Adrian Peterson kind of had different reasons for sitting out, but, you know, and it didn't work out in the two spots he was at, but this year with the skins, I mean, he's... He's, like old. He, I mean, he's not, he's he's not as good as he used to. What was like when he was on the Vikings? But he's doing pretty damn good. Pretty damn um, good, yeah. But I will, and like I said, he's he's not, he's not playing like the Adrian Peterson. He's doing a good job, but he's not like Adrian Peterson was like the running back five or six years ago. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like with. With Le'Veon Bell taking that year off, I think it damages him a little bit in the eyes of, like, fans and other teams. Like, well, you know, if he did it to them, like, he could do it to us. And can this guy really hang? Is he going to throw a temper tantrum and walk away? It has repercussions. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, all right, well, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to ask you about that because you're a Steelers fan, so. Um, I'm going to take the Saints over the Eagles. Okay. Um, Bears over the Vikings. Nice. I'm going to go with the Rams over the Chiefs. Okay. Mainly because the Chiefs to lose and the Steelers to win, and that will start evening up that whole, you know. The AFC. Like I said, I want that. And again, like I said, I'm trying to keep it close here, but I think that the Ravens are going to beat the Bengals. You know what? I I almost went with that game. Um, and I almost picked the Ravens over the Bengals also, and I I stayed away from because as much as the Ravens' defense is great, but their offense isn't that, it's just okay. And Flacco has got a bad hip right now. Yeah, he's not, He's that's why he's not, he's not playing as well as he should be playing. Um, but, but I almost went with that same pick. But the Bengals are also out A.J. Green. Yes. And Bill Mixon is kind of banged up yeah. too. So. Again, like, even though their records aren't, I mean, they're they're a little close, wise record wise, but it was a game I just I, I stayed away from because I couldn't pick who I I couldn't really pick a good one. I couldn't pick a a, a solid pick on that on that game. So I like living dangerously. Yeah, you you do. I I like to play it safe. <laughs> um, all right, so those are our football picks. Yes. The one thing I would like to bring up is that this is the this is the Super Bowl. I don't want to say the Super Bowl because that's the Daytona 500 of NASCAR, but this is the final week in NASCAR. So we have uh, we have wow. the final race to crown champion, and I just wanted to throw this out there, see if I'm right. It's between uh, four drivers: mm-hmm. um, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. Okay. And just for uh, maybe my own pat on the back, I'm going to go. I think with the outsider of the group, and I'm going to go with Joey Logano to win. So. If anyone who and who a, are the uh, other three again? Kyle Busch and who's the other th- two? Ben Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. All right, you know what? Just for just, just for bulls on the ring purposes, I'm gonna go with uh, Martin Servick Jr. or whatever the fuck his name is. He's the defending champion. He is last year. Oh really? 
right. All right. I'll, I'll pick him to win. Why not? Right. I'll get All in right. on this. So, like I said, that, that was that. Okay. Um, but this is the one thing we did forget to touch on. Um, it was the uh, road rage incident you had to deal with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of driving. This just happened today. So I'll, I'll tell the story because uh, then we got to wrap it up. So, uh, leaving work today, I get on the, um, get in the on-ramp, I go on to the highway, and I'm in a lane that ends, you know, like, two lanes become one, so, go into, I go, I I merge into the lane, see a guy behind me, I see he's trying to get around me, guy in front of me is going a little slow, so, me and the guy behind me at the same time go into the le- go into the next lane to the left, into the middle lane. So he lays his horn on me, and I'm like, ah, fuck this guy. Speed up, I go a little down the road. Notice the guy that was behind me now is coming up on my passenger side. So I'm driving out of the corner of my eye. I see him kind of pull up to me, and his windows roll down. I'm like, and it's and it was it's it's not that warm out to have your window all the way rolled down. I'm like, this fucker's gonna fucking say something to me. I look over, <laughs> and uh, he is a guy. He's like driving a taxi kind of thing. I don't, not a taxi taxi, but like a you know that kind of car. So, I see his arm cocked back, and like a 7-Eleven big gulp in his hand, and he's holding it like the bottom of the cup, like this part, I'm, I'm pointing to me, the very bottom of the beer that, that sits, you know, that you rest that you rested on. Yes. No, question. Yeah. This big gulp, did he get it from a poo? <laughs> he might have. So he has that bottom part of the big gulp in his palm. So he is gonna like, like it looked like he was gonna like just throw a dart at me. Like he knew what he was doing. He's definitely he's he's done this before. So he has his arm cocked back. I look over. I lock eyes with him. I smile and I go, "Don't you fucking dare! Don't you fucking do it!" He lowers his arm. He stares straight ahead. The window goes up, and he just slowly packs off. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You fucking pussy. You couldn't do it when I, to my face. You had to do it behind my back. That's the type of man that will punch you when you're not looking. So he defused, or you defused the road rage. I smiled because he probably thought I, I'm smiling. I'm, point, I'm I'm giving him the big finger wag as I'm as I'm talking to him. Okay. He probably thought I was like crazy or something, but uh. <laughs> See, I I would have went through it. I I would have put the car apart, walked up, and told that person he's a stupid bitch. Well, you know, <laughs> I I it is funny. Like you could really just like fuck with people. You don't have to. Given the finger is so like old school, because but like one of the things I did one time is uh, there was a guy driving a pickup truck behind me. And he's riding my ass. He's riding my ass. He pulls up next to me. And I'm like, I'm not going to give this guy the finger. I'm going to really fuck with him. So he comes by me. We lock eyes. I blew him a kiss. He went <laughs> fucking ballistic. I see him like shaking the wheel. <laughs> that was actually me. I thought, 
I thought so. <coughs> oh my god. Live, live. I'm I'm good, but uh, yeah, that I thought that was hilarious. I, I was on the phone with my wife while it was happening, and I'm like, "You're not gonna believe what just happened." <laughs> yeah, I, I've uh, I've got some serious road rage, mm. and usually I'm the aggressor. Yeah, well, usually I am too, but for that one, oh, it was just too funny. Like he was gonna launch a fucking big gulp at my car, and I'm like, "This motherfucker!" Like. Really? Like, you're that pissed off that I, I just moved into the same land? People are just fucking funny. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Uh, all right, we, we, wow, we went really long today. Um, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC. And uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up. Yes. We didn't even cover that today. So before we go, like, is there anything you're thankful for? Okay, nice. Yeah, my family. That's nice. I have a steady job with a paycheck. Okay, that's good. Very good. I am uh, thankful for my job. I'm thankful for beer. I'm thankful for uh, all my friends and my family and my wife and uh, our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. Maybe squeeze in something next week about uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, we definitely will. We could definitely do that. Post Thanksgiving hangover. We might have to. We'll probably be our bellies will be full next time we uh, next time we do this. (coughs) Um, All right. Hopefully you get rid of that cough. I, you know, man, I'm going on five weeks now. This cough. I don't feel sick anymore. I'm just, I'm still coughing, and it just won't go away. I don't know. No, what the fuck's wrong with me? So, I notice when I talk louder, if I'm, like, laughing, that's when it gets worse. I hear you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, from uh, us here at Bulls Ring to all you out there, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Yeah, there you go. Yes. They think they have more power. They pawn the phone, they said they'd pawn a war. If I want to use the ones and I may call me lover. Love who will be calling on the one.